Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back with my favorite, Abinella, and I'm so glad to be with you guys today. And I know, Abby, you are glad to be with them as well. Not just me. I'm so happy to be here with you and them. And them. Whoever them is. all of you. All of them. Whoever's listening. (laughs) (laughs) All the people on the other side of the mic. My mom. Yes. Your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Me in two weeks when it airs. Right. (laughs) I listen to all of them. It's really fun. And and you know what's so interesting is usually when I'm recording, especially with other guests, I'm so focused on the interview that sometimes I... When I re-listen to it, I'm like, wow, that was such a good point that they made. I forgot that they said that. And I am encouraged all over again. And so God's just so good totally. to bring amazing guests and, and you. And so I'm always encouraged by the people that bring that that come on the yeah, podcast. I, I always listen to the other guests because it's the same thing. Like when I'm in the in the in it, I don't have time to write notes either. Cause yes. I'm like, oh, I'll write that down when I listen again. But right. when it's just you and I, I'm like and maybe we're really boring because I've never actually listened to us. So maybe I should listen sometime. Well, let me tell you, according to <laughs> the responses that we get, the emails we get, the messages we get from people through Facebook and other ways, people enjoy listening to you and I. I mean, who knew that people would enjoy who listening knew? to the two of us have a conversation? <laughs> I enjoy our conversations and apparently others like do too. Yeah, it's like they're in the room. It's like they're sitting and having coffee with us. Well, okay, that's going to transition into something really <laughs> exciting that we're going to try to do. We don't have um, confirmation on any of this yet, but for our audience, if you live anywhere near the Ark Encounter in Hebron, Kentucky, Abby and I are both planning to be at the HSLDA Leadership Conference. It's September uh, 22nd through the 26th. And so we're going to be in Kentucky. This is actually only going to be the second time Abby and I will be together live in person. And we are going to try really hard to work it into the schedule of us being there where we can try to meet up, even if we need to just kind of escape from the ARC, from the conference for a short time, maybe a couple of hours. I know we've got some free time during the conference, so if we can escape during one of those times and do just kind of a coffee meetup. So if you live anywhere in that area, we just keep keep your ears open. Make sure you're signed up for the Schoolhouse Rocked newsletter. We will put information on that, and we are going to try what. And social media. And Check social media. Follow, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we'll, Facebook, all that. Yep, yep. We'll put it in a newsletter on Facebook and we'll try to announce it on the podcast. But we are going to try to organize some kind of meetup with Abby and I and as many of you as we can because we would love to meet you guys. Um, it's so fun. But today we are doing a Q&A. It's one of our favorite things to do together. And we love getting questions from our listeners and um, and even from friends. Sometimes it's just friends who will ask 
questions to us individually and, and we compile those things. And so today we've got another Q&A and I'm excited to kind of jump into these questions because I, I love doing these. So uh, let's get rolling with that. I will jump into the first question. The first one says, I'm going into my first year of homeschooling and trying to prepare myself for the challenges ahead. How do I prepare? I love this question because I love that this mom is thinking ahead. She's trying to figure out like what I know there's going to be challenges. It's kind of like going into marriage. You know, you don't go mm -hmm. into marriage expecting it to be all perfect and roses and, you know, romance all the time. You have to be realistic about the fact that there is going to be trials. And then you prepare yourself the best that you can for those trials that are inevitable. And so with homeschooling, it's no different when we, especially when we are doing things that the Lord is calling us to do. And when we're part of ministry, it can be mm -hmm. difficult sometimes. And so I think it's very wise of this mom to ask, how do I prepare for the challenges? For sure. um, and, and th the answer to this question can be hard because challenges are different for every family, for every mom, for every family, for every child. But I'm going to kind of jump into what what I think are some ways to prepare, and then let Abby, I'll let you um, piggyback on that. So the mm -hmm. first one, which we talk about all the time, is pray. Always start mm -hmm. with taking it to the Lord and just saying, Lord, I know there's going to be challenges. Please prepare my heart, prepare my kids, prepare our family for this. There are, there are joys, and there are there are going to be hardships and there, there right. are going to be difficult days. So just give it to the Lord first and start there. And then we talk about this a lot too, but start each day with your kids in the word of God. So know that there's going to be challenges perhaps that day. Not every day has challenges, hopefully, but, um, but there might be some things that come right. up throughout the day. And so start each day in the word of God. I think that's probably the, the very most important thing you can do. My next point would be plan. And, and Abby, I'm going to let you kind of talk a little bit more on this because you're so much better at the planning. And I don't want to get into like how to plan, but right. plan out your day, but be flexible right. with it. Yeah. I'd say plan, but also plan in gaps, plan in, you know, space. Um, it does help to plan because you know where you're going. It's like when you're going on a trip and you, you need a destination and you have a general direction that you're going, yeah. but also know that it's okay if you take a different route, like you need to be flexible. So yeah. if a kid doesn't feel good today, it's okay to throw out the plan. So I, I always say plan, but plan loosely. And some of you aren't planners. So I'm going to tell you, you do need to plan. And some of you are over planners. So I need to emphasize the plan loosely, yeah. but that does, that definitely does help. And someone very wise once said, plan with the end in mind. So plan backwards, like what's your end yep. goal? and then plan backwards on how to get there. So we don't need to go too much into that because we've talked about it a lot, but do do have a loose plan. Don't just, it's not just a free for all, but right. also don't let your plan rule you. Yes, yeah, don't, don't jump in and say, we're gonna start August 15th and then August 15th right. comes and you're like, so what curriculum are we using? Yeah, and totally, what, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that wouldn't be a good start. <laughs> right, and you know, I will say, especially because it's, if it's this mom's first year or even if it's your fifth year, if you are able to get find a local homeschool mom who's done this for a few years and just sit with her and try to find someone who's who's maybe got the same 
type of temperament as you and, and kind of does life a little bit like you do. You know, like Abby yes. said, if, if you're a type A and you're very, very organized, find a mom who's like that. If you're a little bit more relaxed, find a mom like that for this purpose mm-hmm. and just right. have them maybe kind of help guide you into mm-hmm. knowing how you can plan out your day. But just remember to for be sure flexible with it because we we need that flexibility. Yep. And Um, we have the freedom to be flexible. So let's use it. Right, 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 right. And when I say plan, I don't mean plan out every minute, every hour of your day. Do not do that. Do Mm -hmm. not plan out, you know, at eight o'clock, we're going to start math at 815. We're going to take a break at 830. We're going to do science. Like that's going to make you crazy because it's almost impossible to stick to a plan like that. And then you're going to feel like a failure. So, so, so don't necessarily, I mean, have a, again, have a loose plan for your day, Mm -hmm. but don't plan it by the minute because that will almost never work out. It Uh, would work if our children were robots. Right. Or we were doing this with stuffed animals. But um, the reality is these are little humans and they get hungry and they have to go to the bathroom. Right. And (laughs) we are humans and we get hungry and we have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) With our kids knocking on the door. (laughs) Which really, the truth is when I sit down and plan, I always plan forgetting that. Like, this is the ideal picture perfect plan. Yes. And I have to remember, then you add in people. Yes. Right. Keep it loose, moms. That's right. Uh, (laughs) My next point would be, and this is kind of uh, depending on your kids' ages and their grades. If your kids have been in traditional school previously, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to relearn how to do school because homeschool looks very different. And so again, this is a perfect opportunity to maybe find some moms who are local or, or moms who maybe aren't and you can just talk with on the phone. And just find out kind of, you know, what does your homeschool day look like? And talk to several and get kind kind of an idea of mm-hmm. what their homeschool day looks like. That's kind of back to the planning. But but you're going to have to undo the traditional school right. mentality and sure. relearn what school looks like for your family. And, and basically, you're going to reinvent school for your family right. and what works best. Yeah. So in that, I'd say start start slow. Don't say, you know, all of a sudden, August 18th, we're going to jump in full force. I think you could start slow and start with setting. I always say take a week or two. And and this is for moms who have previously, the kids have been in public school, because again, you're, you're totally starting fresh with something totally different. But also those of us who have been homeschooling, we're in summer mode. So it takes us a couple weeks to reset our home. Like honestly, right now you kind of wake up when you wake up and you eat breakfast, you know, my kids aren't of working age yet. Believe me when they're in high school, they'll wake up and work. But, (laughs) um, but I'm just saying we're in summer mode. So start slow, set your home up first mom. If this is your first homeschool year, establish routines in your home before you start throwing in the academic end of things so that you have a routine in your home, things are functioning, you're getting figured out how your day is going to look. And then slow. I mean, I've even had moms say, you know, we start with two subjects the first week, then we add in another subject. So you have the freedom to make this work for your family. Um, so set your, set your heart, I think is the first thing we we need to pray and we need to know why we're doing this. So set your heart right and then set your home and then, and then you can start setting your school. Yep. Yep. I agree. Um, and then my last point, is be patient with yourself and your kids. Mm. That is really important. Just go into it knowing that you're going to 
you're going to be tested and tried by your kids and by your environment and the mm -hmm. just life. I mean, you know, life comes with trials. And so right. be patient with yourself and be patient with your kids. Um, we recently aired a, an episode with Rachel Zwain. As a matter of fact, last week, we, we aired an episode with her and she talked about the importance of laughing and having mm. fun with your kids. And so if you feel yourself getting all stressed out, just know when to just stop pause and have fun. So, but be patient with your kids um, and be intentional about that. So yes, um, we have to go to break, but do you have any others okay. on that question, Abby? Do it now or after break? Yeah, do it now. We have another I couple would just minutes. Say, the, the first thing I would say is make, uh, well, I'm not the first, obviously the things that we've said, but also this is a commitment. And when you go into homeschooling and you think we're going to give this a try and see if it works, the first hard day, you're going to quit. So I've always told moms, go into it like marriage. Like this yeah. is life. This is what God's called me to do till the end. And then you're going to be able to get through those hard days without quitting. So yeah. just have that mindset that this is a calling by God. This isn't a test run. You know, right. um, that's number one. Number two, um, I always say this, check out HSLDA and your state organization because you don't want to feel alone doing this. They have resources, they have help, yep. they have information. You know, so many people have already done a lot of the legwork, so you don't need to do a lot of that legwork. So connect with those organizations, connect with local homeschoolers in your area, um, connect with us, just be encouraged because yep. you need someone to come alongside of you and say, it's okay, I felt that way too. Yeah. But don't quit, you know? Um, and then I love what you said, laugh, love this, yeah. you know, most homeschool moms love it. Some don't. And then I would say, look for the, what does it say in Philippians? Think on the good and the lovely and the praiseworthy. So yeah. look at all the good, hang in there, uh, reach out to someone on bad days and, um, enjoy the ride because yeah. it's a ride. It's a journey. It is a journey. It is a journey <laughs> for sure. It's a journey that seems long when you're in it but it mm -hmm. goes by so quickly. And so yep. prepare yourself for that. Yep. And uh, so I love that question. We're gonna take a break, we'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Abby, and we're talking about uh, what we're doing Q&A this week. And um, so the first part, we talked about how to prepare yourself for the challenges that are to come with homeschooling. Um, I love this next question so much. So this one is, what is the best way to get dad involved in our homeschool? Mm. And Abby, I'll let, I've, I've got a few ideas for this one, but I'll let you jump into this Ooh. one first. Okay. The first thing I would say is this looks different in every house because I've seen too many moms go, well, that dad does all of this. Mm, yeah. And then that can end up producing bitterness in a mom so that your husband isn't. So find, I would say it, no, it looks different in every house. It looks different every year. It looks different with every age kid. Um, find out what your husband loves, what, how he ticks. And he's naturally going to want to jump in, in those areas. You know, yeah. uh, my husband loves science and he just, and I don't. So he just, he wants to do the science with the kids so he can do that. Um, sometimes when math is a struggle with my daughter, he'll do it at, after when he gets home from work. I think also 
be content to know that part of a dad's role in homeschool is be okay if he's not doing academic things. Be okay if he is getting up and going to work and providing for you to stay home with your kids. I've seen too many moms get frustrated with their husbands thinking you're not helping with school. But let me tell you, moms, you couldn't homeschool if you weren't home. Uh, you couldn't homeschool if you never saw your kids. So so be grateful. If that's what he's doing, praise him for that. Thank God that we are home homeschooling our kids, that he's supporting it, that he's encouraging it, and simply that he's just providing the means for us to do it. Um, anything in addition is awesome and is so cool. And the second thing I would say before you go into the nuts and bolts of how to get them involved, I would say this, when they get involved, step back. Don't get mm. frustrated if they do it different than you. Don't be like, well, actually they need to fill out number one, three, and five, <laughs> you know, don't control it. Don't get in the middle of it. Let them take it, let them run with it. And remember, they're going to teach different than you. And that's okay because that's going to benefit your kids. Um, so release a little bit of the control, let them be who God made them, let their your kids reap the benefits of that um, and step back and enjoy the break. Yeah, love it. Well, I'm going to piggyback on what you said um, in the first part. And I had actually said basically the same thing is re remind your kids of what a blessing dad is. We mm -hmm. have so many opportunities. And by the way, I understand that not everybody who listens to this is a homeschool mom. We actually have some homeschool dads and we actually, there are a lot of dads who homeschool. So we appreciate that. It's just that the majority of our audience is homeschool moms. Mm -hmm. So in this question, we're talking specifically to moms. Um, make dad, make him just kind of the hero in your house. And so you have an opportunity throughout your day to talk about dad and to talk about how much we appreciate him and what a great daddy he is. And, you know, can you believe daddy goes to work every day to provide for us so that I get to be home with you? You know, praise mm -hmm. dad as he's gone. And when your kids hear that, they're, they're going to start to go, wow, yeah, dad, he's, he's pretty amazing. And again, that's, you have to be intentional about doing that, but you mm -hmm. could even do fun things like, you know, I mean, I always think Hallmark makes up all these dumb holidays. You know, why can't we make up? I mean, I know we have Father's Day, but make right. up a dad appreciation day. And one day, maybe when he comes home from work, surprise him and have make a cake for him or his favorite dessert and have a nice dinner right. and have the kids make cards and homemade gifts and things like that. And just have dad appreciation day and let him know how much you appreciate him working so that you are able to stay home. Right. And, and I know that a lot of moms work as well on the side or maybe even full time, um, but still do what you can to appreciate dad and, and show him that you appreciate, right. appreciate just what like he does. The, the verse that I can think about is, you know, it says to treat others the way we want to be treated. Right. And right. I, I would love if every day, you know, I was thanked for the monotonous things I do, like loading the dishwasher and, you know, and, but yet we overlook thanking our husbands for the monotony right. of getting up, going to work. Instead, we're like, I need more help right. rather, rather than saying, hey, you know what? Thanks for getting up and going to work right. uh, every single day so that I can do my job at home. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. Um, another thing, another way, really great way to get dad involved is if he's willing have him read a book to your kids and and make it a special book. This would be up to him. And don't pressure him to do this. If this is not his jam and something that he enjoys doing, then, then don't pressure him to right. do this. Don't guilt him into doing it. But if he enjoys reading and reading to your kids, you know, maybe buy him a gift card to Barnes and Noble or, you know, go on Amazon together, whatever, and have him figure out a book that he and the kids would enjoy reading together. Mm -hmm. And 
allow them to have that special time together. And you'll be blessed by that time because that could be a time that you can spend taking a bath or going for a walk or going to coffee or something like that, possibly, or just having time to do the dishes um, without people pulling on you. So, um, you know, having just a special book series or a special book that is just between dad and the kids, that is really fun. Mm -hmm. Of course, having dad lead in uh, family Bible time Right. Is so important. Moms, I cannot stress this enough. If your husband is not as maybe spiritually mature as you think he should be, but he's still willing to open up the Bible and read with your kids, don't correct him. Don't jump in on top of him and say, well, that's not right. Well, I mean, if he's misinterpreting scripture, then possibly on the side, you can talk with him about that. But um, allow him to lead your family the way that God has called him to do so. So if he's willing to do family devotions, that that is a great way for dad to be involved. Don't criticize, and I can't mention that enough. Whatever he does is a blessing, but there's no way to shut a dad down from helping faster than to to criticize him. Because you're basically saying, you can't do this, I can do it better. Well, okay, then go ahead is what they're going to think. So just just praise him for what he does. If you, if you see something that you can see, it sparks a light in his eye, Yeah. let him run with it with the kids and then close your mouth and praise him for doing it. Right. Um, But also just remember that being dad and going to work and providing for you to be mom, that is being involved. That is fully being involved. So um, there you go. PE. Also let dad do PE. Oh yeah. (laughs) No, truly let him go out and throw the ball with kids and, you know, run with them, play tennis with them, whatever. Um, That's a great way. And then um, one last thing, because we're just about out of time, but, and this might seem counterproductive to the question and asking how can we get dad involved in homeschool? But when dad gets home, be done with your academics. If your schedule allows for it. I understand that there are some situations that are different and special where you still are doing academics when dad gets home or you have to do them in the evening. And that's, that's a different situation. But if you're able to Try to, that goes back to the the planning of your day. Be done with your academics when dad mm-hmm. gets home because what he doesn't want is to come home and then have his whole family still doing school. And he's like, well, I'm right. here. Hello. Um, right. So so try to be done with it. And then, you know, again, do things as a family. Play games together. Right. Uh, again, have dad read to your kids. Do family devotions. Take walks together. Go to the playground. Yeah. Try to do things as a family in the evening and um yeah and the other thing i just had a mom ask me something recently and i i told her don't complain to your husband about homeschool like if you've had a hard day find a homeschool mom to talk to because a husband naturally wants to defend and come to the rescue of his wife and if you're complaining about your homeschool day that puts a lot of pressure on him that would be one thing and the other i just thought of this when you were saying be done when he gets home something that we do in our house is um, we do all our school at our dining room table and it just felt like all the books were always there and school was always staring at us and dad would get home and there was unfinished stuff. So I made a deal that at a certain time of the day before dad gets home, we put all the books away and I put a centerpiece on our table Oh, nice! and the centerpiece is signifying like, now this is home. This yep. isn't school. You know, this is we're we're out of school mode. Right. It doesn't matter what was left undone. It's left. We're in the moment with dad. We're in the moment as a family we pick up the books again tomorrow and finish what wasn't finished. Um, and that's just really helped our family to kind of draw that line so that when dad gets home, we're welcoming, we're all a family. We get to move on to something that we get to look forward to. Yeah. Yep. 
Amen. Well, we are out of time. Um, but before we close out, I want to give a very, very quick update on Schoolhouse Rock, the movie. This is really exciting. The movie that's actually the a movie. movie that is finished. Oh, man. Okay. So it's finished. So I got to tell you this story. <gasps> this is so amazing. A couple of weeks ago, we sent out an email. We had been telling you guys, make sure that you sign up for the Schoolhouse Rock newsletter. We're going to send out an email to, um, offer for some people to be able to test screen the movie so that we could get feedback, see if there's any errors, anything like that. So we sent out this newsletter and this was so funny. Typically when I send out a newsletter, we get back, I, I put, I linked a form in it. And whenever I get a form submission, I get an email back saying you have a new submission. Well, I, that day I didn't get any emails. And so by the end of the day, I was kind of discouraged and I was thinking, man, nobody wants to watch this movie. Like if no one wants to watch it for free, <laughs> who in the world's going to pay to watch this movie? <laughs> and so I was truly discouraged and disheartened throughout the day. Well, then at about 11 o'clock at night, I thought, you know, I wonder if people are submitting the form and I'm just not getting an email. So I went mm -hmm. on to the form where I can see the responses. And we had over 260 people submit the form to preview the movie. And of that, about 125 people have previewed the movie, which is just absolutely incredible. We are so honored. And the, the responses we've gotten, Abby, have been uh, overwhelming. I'll, in the next few weeks, I'll, I'll start to maybe read some of the responses that we've gotten back from people. But I, I, I mean, almost speechless because above and beyond what we ever even imagined the impact would have, the responses are so incredible. And all I can say is to God be all the glory. Mm -hmm. He did this. This is not something that we did. Again, we just were willing to say yes. And the Lord has used our family to make this movie, but it's it's his movie. So just to give you kind of a quick update on where we are, I went a few weeks ago, I was at NRB, which is the National Religious Broadcasters Conference. It was in Dallas, Texas. And I was able to meet with a lot of people there. It was a great week. God did amazing things. And that kind of led to making some pretty big decisions with the movie. One of them being that, you know, the question has been all along, when is this movie going to come out? When is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? Well, we actually have dates in pencil. They're not in Sharpie yet. They are in pencil. We have penciled in to do a nationwide release of Schoolhouse Rocked, the homeschool revolution in theaters on November 1st and 2nd. So it will actually come out November 1st. It's a Monday and Tuesday evening. It will be in somewhere between seven to 800 theaters nationwide. Having said that, that is the plan. We are working with Fathom Events. We're working with kind of a team of people now to get this up off the ground and into people's hands and into theaters. And this is what we've been praying towards. In order to get there, we have to raise about $150,000 within the next month. <laughs> and, and I think about that number and I'm like, that is the most ridiculous thing <laughs> I've ever heard. We certainly don't have that kind of money. But God, who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, he he can provide that money. And we trust that he will because he's brought us this far. He's opened the doors for us to be able to, to release this movie in theaters. And so we have a really, really big financial hole to fill. So here's what I want to ask of you, our audience who's listening. If, if the Lord puts it on your heart, um, we would love for you to contribute to the release of the movie. 
every donation we get is going directly towards getting that movie into theaters. And we have people who donate anywhere from $10 to $5,000. And it's incredible to just see and, and, you know, um, God honors all of it. It doesn't matter what your donation is. I can truly say we are beyond blessed by every donation and it all adds up more quickly than you think it will. Mm-hmm. So please consider donating to help get the movie out in November into people's hands and into theaters. Uh, the best way to do that is to go to schoolhouserocked.com. You'll see a button there to scroll down a little bit and you'll see a big button that says donate. It's a tax deductible donation. So please consider making that donation. And we need, we'll need those donations from now all the way until November when the movie releases. Um, the other thing is if you know someone who uh, might be interested in donating and being a, a large donator to the movie, please contact us. You can email me at um, schoolhouse, uh, what is, what's my email? Yvette mm-hmm. at schoolhouserocked.com. It's Y-V-E-T-T-E at schoolhouserocked.com, or you can even send it to podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. Both um, both of those come to me. So if you have anybody in mind and you just think, you know what, I think this person would be excited about getting behind this movie, we would be glad to send the movie to them so that they can preview it and, um, and pray. Just pray for us. Pray that the Lord would continue to provide. We stand in absolute awe of what he has done and the response that we've gotten. And we cannot wait for you guys to see this movie. And we can't wait for you to have it, to be able to give to your friends and family. This is not about us. It's all about God's glory and about parents bringing their kids home and discipling their hearts um, so that we can uh, just just tell them about their savior uh, day in and day out and and, um, use that opportunity to share the gospel with our families and with our kids. So if you have any anyone in your world that you just think, yep, I think they'd get behind this. Please, please let us know as soon as possible. Um, And thank you for praying for us. Thank you for those of you who watched the movie and have encouraged us along this journey. We are so beyond grateful for you. And I would say that when you donate to this movie, it's an investment towards us as in not us, Schoolhouse Rock, but us as in homeschool parents. Yeah. Because it's a tool. It's an encouragement. for When I watched this, I was so encouraged. It's a tool to hand to the naysayers, maybe to the parents who aren't sure, a spouse who isn't sure. It it truly is an investment to every homeschool family's library, honestly, um, to give to this movie because it's, it's unbelievable. And, And I wish you could all see it because you would sign a big fat check to have others see it. So, I mean, that's ultimately the goal is we all, we all want to share the, the gospel and we all want, we we all want our nation restored and we all want our children to be brought up. And I mean, you're not listening to this otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't want your children brought up in, in the Lord. And so because of that, this, the schoolhouse rock movie is such a tool to further that calling of God. And so I feel like every, every person needs it in their arsenal. Every person needs it in their purse to hand out on the street. So when you donate to get this in the theaters and on the shelves, it's huge. It is huge. Yeah. It's an investment for all of us. Yes. Well, it has for the past, it's now been almost five years. <laughs> Next month, actually in, in August, it will be five years that we've been on this journey, getting this, you know, filming and editing and getting this movie out. And it has been because of you, the homeschool community, that the movie has gotten done. And so it is going to take the the homeschool community to finish it and to get it out. So please pray Mm -hmm. about that. Please pray for our family. 
there's so much to do in the next few months. It overwhelms me when I think about it. And I've got Abby who remembers to text me and tell me, you know, make sure you're keeping your priorities straight. Make sure you're keeping your girls (laughs) as the priority. And so I really have to make sure that I'm doing that and not getting so consumed with all the work that's ahead of us in the next few months. Uh, So pray for us. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back on Wednesday to answer more of your questions about homeschooling. Until then, have a fantastic afternoon and we'll see you back then. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.